Hey, besties. Welcome to the BFF Bookcast. We're your hosts, Teresa and Katie. Before we jump in, we just want to remind everyone that while we discuss our own thoughts and opinions, just remember we are here to have a good time. And as always, please check trigger warnings before reading any books we will be discussing. And beware, we curse like the Bat Boys probably do during their annual snowball fight. Hey, Katie. Hey, Tay. There we go. We're here. We're, We're live. We're back. We're better than ever. Well, are we? Never really are. We're always a little bit worse than ever, honestly. When you we're know, all, when our we glasses these. are always like at least halfway full. Yes. Some days 75, some days 80, some days 40. Some days 10. Some days 10. I don't ever think we're full. We're never 100%. No. Maybe if you got me right after, like, picture it. Sisley, 1910. No, picture it. It is a beautiful sunny day. It is your perfect weather type day. It's bright. 75, no humidity. That's you. Um, it is, you have nothing to do that day. You have no work, no responsibilities, no bills, nothing to worry about. A fat bank account looking at you nice and pretty. You make yourself at least one or two cups of coffee, probably two or three if you're me. And then you're like, wow, what do I do for today? And if you're like, hey, Katie, I'm going to come over right now and we're going to record, I would 100% that I'm 100% full. Well, if anybody out there... If anyone has a million dollars they want to give me or, I was gonna say, and or pay off my student loans. Um. <laughs> I was going to say, I won't, I just want, I just want one mil. I'm yeah. not even being greedy. No, same. A million dollars is not a lot. It's not, but it would solve like, it wouldn't solve all my okay. problems, but it would solve my, my burden of student debt. Right. I was going to, okay. A million dollars is obviously a lot of money. But, like, it's not, like, a lot of money in the grand scheme of things. Like, back, like, okay, when Who Wants to Be a Millionaire first started in the year 2000. That was a big deal. It was, like, that's, like, life-changing money. Not saying that if someone gave me a million dollars, that, like, it wouldn't, like, change some aspects of my life because, you know, you can pay off, like, debt and, like, whatever. But it's not, like, life cha- Like, I would still have to, like, go to my normal job every single day. Yes. But, like, 25 years or 23 years ago. It well, was like, like more like life changing. Like, I don't know if anyone else is a millennial out there. I'm assuming we have many, but like, I'm sure your parents also say to you too. Back in my day, we could, you know, housing markets. Like, yes, the interest rates. I bought were super my high. house and my first car, and I was only 20 years old. Yeah, or like, yeah. Like, well, back then you didn't have like this crazy credit card debt that a lot of people carry. Right. You didn't have stu- most people have some sort of student debt, um, and then you also have people who I think especially like depending upon the area where you live, like especially East coast talking like the tri-state area, you have a lot of entry level positions that mm-hmm. pay dirt, but like your cost of living is insane. Like I would say like your entry level salary probably right now, definitely at least like five years ago, I would say it was like 35 to $45,000. I was going to say my first job out of college of 2011, um, in case you guys were wondering, um, I was making 38,000 and like, I was like, I'm making bank. Yeah, but like, but when. But then my student loans kicked in six months after graduation, and I was like, I can I never nothing. move out. No, but when you're in it, okay, so let's go back to that time frame. I really don't know what rent was, but like right now, most one bedroom apartments in like an area closer to like 45 minutes outside of New York City, you're looking at close to 2K just for a one bedroom. Yeah. So factor that into just like what you're making. And if it's entry level, how are you doing that? And if you're working in the city, obviously it's cheaper to live like where we are near a train station, but then you also have to pay train. Like the train from my hometown to the city for a month is over $400. Mm -hmm. And then if you need to park at the station, like if you don't live within walking yeah. distance, that's like another like $500. Like just like for my job alone, when I, when I used to commute back in the day, like I was driving 45 to 50 minutes daily. I got lucky and didn't have to pay for parking. Like I had some kind of like just a deal between me and the buildings. I'd been there for so long, but my tolls and gas cost every month was $1,100. Yeah. Around around that, the, those turnpike tolls really, yeah. really get you, which. I'm going to ask because um, the turnpike from coming home from my job is always a lot less trafficy. So, so I take that? the turnpike. Yeah. Um, but if I took the parkway, there's no toll on the way home. But it's longer. But it's longer. Like so I used to do I that. The toll. I used to go like the long way to work. So it would take me an hour to get to work with no tolls. I wouldn't even, I wouldn't even try to go home the no toll way. After no, you, work. you can't I take the parkway home. Two hours. Yeah. Um, but the turnpike gets you there in 45. So I understand like, it's just a 15 minute difference, but like 15 minutes when you're getting up at 5am, that's a difference. I don't want to wake up at 445. Yeah. 
Like that was like a big, it's like, there's, I don't know. I don't know how we on this fucking topic, but a million dollars. We just, we, we, each just <laughs> we each just want a million dollars. Honestly, we would, we would split a million dollars fair and square right down the middle. I would take it right down the middle. I would and I would it. probably have about, I kid, I kid you not. I kid you not. I probably only have like 150 left. I was going to say, I think that I would say I would give Katie, I would do a 60, 40 split. Like Thanks, you girl. take 600, I take 400. <laughs> Cause my, because my student loans are paid off. So I'm not gonna be super greedy. Mine like, or not. well, you don't pay off three hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> no, yeah, no, I wouldn't have paid that if my grandma died. <laughs> you know, I love talking about death on this. And when we sold her house, my brother and I um, split that. That's and, nice. Uh, with my uncle, it, there was a whole. My parents were like, "You take the, you and Andrew take the money and pay off your student loans." Um, so we split it in half with my uncle and my brother, and I split our half in half. And I think we each got like 100K each, nice. which like paid off what was like lots of our loans, which was really nice. Um, hey, I need a little bit But else. yeah. I mean, I, mean I fucked up and got three degrees at the most expensive schools known to mankind. So it's on me. Yeah. Luckily, I got my master's for free, which was yeah. great through my job. So I only had to pay off undergrad, um, which was great. I went but to a private a school and it was very expensive, but I had a scholarship. So did I, and I'm still a fucking bitch. Yeah. I think FDU, when I was going, was like 40K a year. That was Georgia Court, too. And I got it, and I had a $16,000 scholarship. That's nice. I had 11. Yeah. So um, fucking And expensive. now FDU is like 50K, a uh, small private school in North Jersey that like 10 people go to. So it's yeah. great. My poor kid is going to be like, you're going to go to community college or trade school, and then we'll figure out the fuck you want. <laughs> Because you won't be like your mother. <laughs> I feel like unless you want to like do something like very specific. But I think that's what happens with our gen. Again, we're millennials. I'm sure there are parents out there that went to college, like parents of ours. Like my parents didn't. My Literally, parents my parents, none, and none of my friends' parents went to. I don't. Same. I don't. Like, I don't. I was like first generation kids. So like my parents were like, "Sure, you're smart." They're saying go my to uncle, college. Yeah, my uncle went to college. My, my one uncle he did does too. finance. My other uncle went. Um, he does accounting. My dad went for a semester, failed out because all he was doing was smoking weed with his girlfriend at the time. That's cute. Um, Uncle Frank. got a full-time job. That's how he met my mom. My mom wanted to go to college, but she didn't want to live home. She wanted to like go away. My grandma was like, absolutely not like old school Italian. Yeah. Like you're going to live under my roof. So my mom was like, fuck it. Then I don't want to go to college. So she got a full-time job. That's where she met my dad. Um, so it was like, I mean, it's a good thing that he flunked out, I guess. I guess it's a good to thing. To smoke weed yeah. with his girlfriend. Cute. Um, like, my dad's in a trade and so is my mom. So, like, yeah. like, my dad's one brother went to college and that was it. Yeah. And, like, literally that's, yeah, like, that's my it. aunt yeah. went for a little bit. Like, my mom's on my mom's side. But it but wasn't, like, again, like it was yeah. Different. Like, and you could just get, like, an entry level. Like, I honestly, like, my dad was, like, a manager when he met my mom and he was, like, 21. Yeah. And, like, he, like, was, like, manager for my mom, like, really stalked him at work. Um <laughs> Which is like neither here nor there, but it's actually probably like it could be like a really cute like plot of a book. Honestly, honestly so can my parents. So okay, let's talk okay, about it. Yeah, let's, so, let's plot things out. So this was the eighties, and um, my dad, being the Italian from New Jersey that he that he was, um, giant afro, and my mom, um, like literally, she picture a giant no, afro. like yeah, like literally, like this is they they met they got married in nineteen eighty, so they met in like the late seventies. Probably like 1978. So like this is coming off like disco era fucking like Afro. Okay. <laughs> um, and they're at work and my mom sees him and she's probably like 19, 18 or 19. Cause she's, again, it was right out of high school. And she's like, who is this? Who's this? Who's this Who's this fox with that Afro? <laughs> and she was obsessed with him. And then her friend transferred departments. It was like, Teresa, also my mom's name. Teresa, you're not going to believe it. They called him the fro. They're like, she's like, the fro is the like fro. my boss. And there was like some company party. I don't know. So my mom and her friend went. He was there. They chatted a little bit. He was leaving early. She was saying goodbye. My mom got in her car, followed him home <laughs> to find out where he lived. And I, I always loved Big Tay. Yep. Followed him home to find out where he lived. And then the next Monday, so like this was Friday, Monday, she went up to him and she was like, hey, uh, let's go on a date, basically. And he was like, um, yeah, Who sure. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, yeah, okay. Um, my dad was a big airhead, like literally. You Cutest throw, man alive. Like everything right over his head. And he was like, yeah, like, um, okay, sure. Yeah, like where do you live? I'll pick you up. But she said, don't worry about it. I know where you live. I'll pick you up. 
Um, and then nine months later, they were engaged. And like a year later, they were married. So it worked. Um, and then they were married for like 30, did I two years ago? 32 years? Yeah, because I feel like, when did your parents get married? She had, she, um, 1980. Okay, so my parents were 19. And he died oh. in 2021, so maybe 31 years. Did my parents get married in 1982? Like, also? I want to say 1985. I was going to say, I feel like that doesn't, yeah. Yeah, this makes sense. But both of our parents got married on the our dad's birthdays. Yes. Which I think is kind of funny. Yeah, so my, yeah, and like. like and in November, and, right? Yeah, November 16th. And mine's November 23rd. Yeah. Is that weird? That is I think weird. it's so weird. So my parents meet cute. <laughs> Honestly, this could be like, there's some, there could be some like tension in this. Like, yeah. I'm going to build it out. Oh, right? oh, okay, well. Oh, you're not done. Okay, sorry. <laughs> no, I am pretty much done. I'm like, I forgot to do like book jokes. Obviously, workplace romance. Yeah. Um, she falls first. He falls harder. So we found all of his old love notes that he used to leave her on Shut her desk. Shut up. It's amazing. We were reading them. Like, he he calls her. I want to say he call Like, not Italian stallion. He was like her, his like Italian stallionette, like, or oh, whatever. Oh my God. And I like something, and like this. something else. And then they call each other. He would like leave her and love note every single day on her desk. And it's so cute. Yeah. It's so frank. I know. Um, <laughs> and like she stalked him. I just think like that part is like really funny. But that rings true. If you, if anyone knows Teresa's mom, Teresa, it yeah. rings true. <laughs> it's all, it's all. Girl really goes what she gets what she wants. Yes. Like she goes after it. Yes. Okay. Sorry. No, oh, I don't care. So my parents ended up growing up on the same exact street as each other they met as children but then my grandma was going through like a really rough divorce took the kids and like fled this is katie's mom's mom this is my yeah this is my my mom's mom um they fled to madawan which is like the next town the next town over far but they got the hell out of there like my mom like literally recounts like they had to quickly go home pack like a couple bags and they left like my mom only has one photo album of like her youth it's quite depressing anywho so whatever, they're at my grandparents' house now. Like my mom, my grandma got remarried to like who I consider my grandfather. He's the mo- he was the most amazing human being known to mankind. And my dad was like delivering oil at the time and like had to go to their house. Didn't know who this was. Yeah. But like walked in and was like, oh my God, it's Debbie. And like, they like just met up like that. He totally fell first and fell harder because it's Phil. And he's I, just a little yeah. angel. Um, yeah. The rest is history. That is really cute. I know, right? It was like almost like oh, second chance romance. Right? Almost. Even though they were like in no. the fourth grade. Childhood crushes. <laughs> Child, yeah, childhood friends. Yeah. To adult lovers. To adult lovers. You guys know I love that trope. Right? I love it. Yeah. Kind of cool. Kind of cool. Kind of cute. <laughs> I don't know how we start talking. Oh, a million dollars. A million dollars. Okay, we're all the story. <laughs> Just give us the million. Give us the money or kill one of your grandparents, get the inheritance, and then give us the money if you don't have it yourself. <laughs> We're kidding, obviously. Okay. So <laughs> now that you've listened to that, um, I have had like a very interesting, I want to call it a very interesting reading month in general, Okay. but the last like two weeks have been like, I've read things that are not typically things that. I normally read. Okay. Yeah, um, no, you're right. After what I was like, wait, I didn't think about this. So I read Ruthless Creatures by JT Gessinger. Jessin Jessinger? Okay. Um, it's the first book I think in like a interconnected standalone series, but it's a mafia romance. And honestly, like it's rated as a 4.11 star rating okay. out of like 50,000 like ratings. Hot dang. On That's Goodreads. really good. And I was like, I've had it downloaded for a while. It's on Kindle Unlimited if anybody's interesting. Um, and I was like, okay, yeah, I'll read it because I was leaving for Asheville. And I was like, I don't want to like pick up anything that's like too in-depth or anything that I'm really excited to read. Because I was like, I'm only going to read a little bit here and there. Because mm-hmm. I was there with my sister-in-law and we had a really great time. And if you are ever going to Asheville, go to, uh, I said it last week on the podcast, the name, um, but there's a bookstore that also sells champagne. That's amazing. Anyway. So I was like, I'm not gonna be reading a lot. So like the, the day before leaving, um, I picked it up and I started it and I was like, this book is like so bad, but like, I was also like so intrigued. Okay. And, um, I kind of like couldn't stop reading it. I finished it on the plane. (laughs) So it's like, 
I was trying to explain it to Erica too, and I was like, it's like literally like so insane. So they're part of the Russian mafia. Um, he goes by Cage. I don't even remember her fucking name. Um, rings true. Yeah, it rings true. And anyway, so she's like left. Okay, so her fiance five years. I think it's five. Yeah, five years earlier, her fiance goes missing. Cute. On their wedding day, or on the day before their wedding, like their rehearsal dinner. He's like, I'm just gonna go out for a little hike. She's like, okay, hon. Like you know, be home because you know. Gotta get married. Gotta get married. And uh, he never comes home. Okay. So now this is five years, like, later. She's been, like, mourning, like, the loss of, like, her future husband, whatever. And um, she, like, goes on dates with guys, like, but she, like, hasn't, like, slept with anybody since then or hasn't really kissed anybody. She just, like, hasn't felt very very connected. Um, I think there was a point in time when she was, like, suicidal. Again, like, it starts out, like, very dark like this, and then it kind of, like, takes a turn. Like, she then she, like, meets Cage, like, one time, and, like, all of a sudden, like, her pussy's back on. Interesting. Um, And she's, yeah. And, like, she's, like, old fiancé, who? And I was, like, okay, like... Interesting, there, but okay. I feel like he didn't really have to try very hard to, yeah. like, get in her pantalones. After we find out that she was, like, borderline suicidal, like, for the okay. past five years. Whatever. Anyway, she's out of bar with her friend. They're, like, that man across the bar is fine. And her friend tries to hit on him, and he's, like, literally not interested. Like, leave the fuck alone. Um, and then, long story short, whatever. He is, like, the se- he's, the like, the second in command to the mafia boss who's in jail. And he was sent to this town, which I think is, like, Lake Tahoe, to kill her. Okay. Because of her ex-fiance, or dead fiance, whatever. Turns out that her ex-fiance... One isn't dead, but two, he was the accountant for the uh, mob and he stole money from them and he ran. He was in witness protection because he gave them like all of this information to put the mob boss in jail. Mm. And um, they've been like, look, I think it's like a hundred million dollars that he stole from them oh, from like the Russian mob. So they've been like looking for him because they're like, we want our money back. Also, we want to kill him. They don't find him. They find her. So the mob boss is like, Torture her, find out where the money is, kill her, and then, like, whatever. Let's be done with it, yeah. But he sees her once, and he's like, this is my bitch. Oh, okay, I see, I see. So he pretends that he did kill her. Honestly, he does a very... Okay, again. He's supposed to be, like, the like the right-hand man, like, second-in-command, like, this badass, like, whatever. I fly a plane, like, blah, blah, blah. He just, like, calls his mob boss guy, he's like, okay, yeah, no, she's dead. And then he's... So the mafia is, like... In New York, but, like, she lives in Tahoe. So, like, every few days, or, like, not a few days. That's actually, that's not true. Like, once a month, he's, like, flying back out to Tahoe to, like, spend, like, a week with her. And the mom boss is, like, has other people, like. Watching him? Yeah. So, they find out that she's not dead. I'm, like, he did a really bad Bad job. job. Also, like, her whole thing is, like, that, like, she wants to, like, settle down and stuff. And then she, like, meets him, and he's, like, I can't, he's, like, I can never marry you. We can never have, like, I can never give you this life. I might have to marry, like, somebody else one day. I would never sleep with them or be with them or whatever. But, um, you know, like, I have to do whatever, like, my boss tells me to do. Like, if we need to make a connection with another family, I might have to, like, take a wife. And, like, she's, like, mad about it, and they fight about it. But then, like, he, like, then they just fuck, and then she's, like, over it. So, like, I couldn't stop reading it, but it was, like, so bad. <laughs> Sounds quite terrible. But, like, it has such good ratings, and I'm like, am I reading a different book? Like, I, both the characters are insufferable. Okay. But, like, at the same time, I was enjoying myself. I mean, I'm glad that you were enjoying like, yourself. I, like, I didn't hate it. Okay. Okay, like, things I never got over. Knox, which, like, I've talked about my villain origin story. I found him to be completely insufferable. I hated him so much, and it, like, made me, like, kind of hate the book. Like, this one, I, like, hated the characters, but I was like, I'm having a good time over here. As long as you're having a good time. So if you're, like, into, like, dark mafia romance, I think it's just, like, not normally my genre, so I was just, like, I hate these Could people. Be, yeah. Um, I liked her friend a lot, and her friend gets kidnapped at the end of the book, so, like, you know, it's gonna be, like, the next yeah. book. She's gonna fall in love with the guy who kidnapped her. I'm kind of... I think I might read that, because, like, she's, like... She gives me Willa vibes. <sighs> I love a Willa. Um, where she's just, like, kind of, like, a loud mouth, and, like, she's just, yeah. like, a free spirit, and, like, all over the place. Okay. Um, so I don't know. So that's one thing that I read. Okay. What did, I mean, I have others, but I figure we'll I go back and forth oh, so that, like no, that you guys don't have to hear me talk like a million Um Did times. I talk about the long game? I think we talked about... Yeah, we did because we were saying how you listened. Yes. And that she sucked, but he was the best. Yeah, you're right. What about Stone Princess? 
I don't think we talked about them. Okay. So I started listening a while. I was using Devney Perry books as like, not the Edens, the Clifton Forge series, kind of as like filler audiobooks um, when I couldn't think of anything to listen to or just one like nice cleanse. Like to me, Devney Perry is just like a go-to. So I listened yeah. to, I'm going to do two. Do you care? Because it kind of goes back and forth. No, do okay. two because I have two to talk about okay. next. So I listened to Stone Princess, which is book three, and it follows Presley, who's, um, she works at the garage. If you've read the books, like she has a connection to all these. You have to read the, all these, in my opinion. Like they're all interconnected, but like, I guess you can read them as a standalone, but you would really understand the story so much better. If I think that's how the beginning. Edens are though too. Like they're yeah. interconnected standalones, but it's all like, they're all like very like woven into the same yes. story that I feel like you do need to read them. And like for these people, like there's a lot of that. It's a biker gang. So like a lot of them do revolve around the garage that had the biker gang. Like it's a retired gang, but like obviously once you're in something like that, it never really kind of like goes away. Once maybe you're, gangs, in, you're like, in. Yeah. Like maybe the gang is like a wrong term for this, but like, cause they seem like very nice folk. But anywho, I think in, for especially, especially for this, like maybe you can get away with it for the Edens. Maybe. But like this one, I think you have, like you have to understand who Presley is yeah. to like get the vibe of like what this book is. So, like okay. she's this cutie little girl working in a garage comes like ran away from her house. Her dad used to beat her, beats her mom, beats her twin sister. Her twin and her like were supposed guy. to. Sounds like an amazing guy. Um, her sister's boyfriend, who's kind of like a secret boyfriend in high school, mm -hmm. was kind of helping them like buy a car, stash some cash, pack like bags on the side. Because one day these girls were going to sneak out of their house and like the three of them were going to flee. Okay. One twin was going to go to Montana. The other twin was going to go to California with her boyfriend. Okay. Um, the one twin sister like completely froze when they were running. She was freaking out. Was like, I have to go back home. Like, what about mom? Blah, 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 blah. Like the mom took the, like the girls all got beat, but the, the mom was like raped and beat like just whole different ball game okay so presley was <laughs> sounds like, pretty terrible presley was like see a twin i'm out so her and the boyfriend leave the boyfriend continues on this is like her sister's boyfriend ends up like coming around to montana and they start a relationship okay. she's supposed to get engaged she's supposed to get married to him he's a piece of shit you kind of see it coming in the past in the other books he does not show up on their wedding day. yes so then like this one guy he's like a movie star comes to the town um he's gonna be on set to film this is why you need to read the other books. He's going to film the, like a book, a, mo a movie about the murder that took place that happens in books one and two. Okay. Obviously, like, they get together. She wants nothing to do with him, wants nothing to do with the family and, like, getting together. I, I enjoyed this book. I thought it was a really good, easy listen. There is one underlying subplot that I know is going to get resolved in the last book. Like, there's animosity between this group and another group still. And it's going to obviously all come to a head in the yeah. last book. So, and there, I think it's, Six books? Five mm. books? Hold on. Please hold because this is important. I think it's five. It is six. Damn it. Okay, so... I did just ask for the series for Christmas, so... Wait, what did I do? I did listen to Noble. Yeah, you okay. did. Okay. So then I did Noble Prince, which is book four. Um, is this the one? Luke and Scarlet. Wait. Oh, I know. I'm a, I'm a little lost. Stone Princess... Which one is this about? Luke meets Scarlet was the only time he regretted playing with Chief of Okay. So then this like is about her sister. I, I find them to be like solid three and a half star books. Okay. I don't think they're like above a four. That's just my opinion. Um, this tw The twin ends up coming back into town. There's a lot. We're not going to sit here and unpack this. We're going to talk about. Okay. We're going to talk about Fallen Jester though. Okay. But I just need to um, put a disclaimer. Um, if, if Mary, if you're listening, skip, skip ahead about three minutes. I'm not no okay <laughs> just just hear me out one I cannot stand a character so set in their ways that they want to change but like just refusing refuse to change. to change I I just I don't know so one this is I find the probably the slowest book in my my opinion it's the last book before I think everything's gonna come to a head yeah so obviously there's gonna be a little bit of a lull with the plot this does have a pregnancy trope she they like have a one night stand type of thing. She ends up getting pregnant. Must be nice for it to be that easy. Right? Seriously. I have no qualms about this pregnancy or like the, the trope in general. We like and the I pregnancy like, trope. I like the pregnancy trope. I don't, I really don't mind it. So my issue rely like lies with like the main character, the male main character. He's a guy who like doesn't think he's worthy of like a relationship or just kind of like anything, which is sad. Don't get me wrong. But he's this, like, let me 
let me just spell it out. He like he moves this girl into his house so she has a place to live. Like he wanted at first nothing to do with her, nothing to do with the baby. He was like, please leave or I'm gonna leave. Like one of us has to leave. I can't be here. I can't be the father to this child because of like how bad my father was to me. I can understand. We can unpack that baggage together in a book. I'm totally cool with that. He wants his bachelor life. Like and he's a playboy. So the entire time that she's in his house, because like he wants to have a roof over her head and her parents are like, please come back home with us. We'll take care of you. She's like, no, we're trying to make this work. I found it like very easy for them to get back together and start fucking again. Number one, like, which is like kind of okay, but also like you both had like issues with each other. Mostly like she had issues with him. It just was like a too easy. Also, to and if she has like parents like that she can live with, like then honestly, like why wouldn't she just correct? There? And she does have a realization at one point, like fuck this, I'm gonna go go back home. So like when he, when she says that to him, he's like, well, why are you gonna leave? And she's like, dude, you're never home. Like you go out every single night to the bars. He's not getting with girls, but he's out every single night. So he's trying to give her space, quote unquote space. So, like, one of the girls from the past books is kind of like, dude, you're fucking stupid. Like, yeah. basically sums it all up. And then, so they they obviously get together. They're having sex. Everything's great. Blah, 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 blah. He's staying home. He's not going out. Wonderful. Yay. All of a sudden, he's like, you know what? One of my friends is going out to the bar. I'm going to go, too. Which shocks the main, the female main character. Which, like, I can kind of get, but also, like, he does need to have friends. He can't just, like, he's never allowed, go yeah. out. He's allowed to go out. So he goes out, and the entire time he's driving there... It's like an internal monologue of how he shouldn't be on the road. He shouldn't be going there. He shouldn't be doing this. Like he should turn back now. He should turn back now. He keeps going to the bar. One drink turns into like, I got to go home. Turns into two drinks and just keeps going. Just keeps spiraling. Like every time he thinks to leave, like someone's pulling into a conversation, he just stays. I was getting frustrated. So I'm like, dude, just like, what the fuck? Like, just it's leave. It's like really not that hard. Just be like, no, I'm, I'm going, going home. home. Or to also just be like, I'm not drinking. I'm not having another drink. I yeah. have to get home. And this seems like a guy who you're so headstrong and stubborn in your ways. Like you kind of also tend to have like a little bit more of a voice when you're like, no means no. Like when you said the word no, it like it holds some ground. Yeah. So all of a sudden he like sat this, he's sitting at a bar. This girl saddles up next to him. Shots are lied out in front of him. He's like, fuck it. I'll take a shot with this girl. Like she ends up like kissing him. Um, He throws the shot back and like, all of a sudden he's like trying to walk out. Cause like now I need to like get a, like an Uber or something home and he passes out. I had to, I had to actually DNF this book. Cause the next scene is like him waking up in this girl's bed yeah. and he's like, what did I fucking do? Obviously he probably did not sleep with her. I'm going to like not actually I spoiled it. He does not sleep with her. I don't know what, like, I'm sure she's from like the opposite gang. Again, we're building up to this like breaking yeah. point, but I found him so insufferable that I was like, this poor girl is like eight months pregnant at home, probably worried sick that you're out doing things that you shouldn't do. Shocker, you are. Like whether it's like sleeping with this girl or not, but like you put yourself in a position to like unfortunately get drugged and then all of your friends left you. You woke up in some girl's bed naked. Like, yeah. like put two and two together. Of course she's going to flip out. So like I, I couldn't even like get myself to continue on. Like the writing was amazing. The audio was amazing. But like he was insufferable. I couldn't do it. That's how I felt about Knox, but I persevered through things. We never I, got over. I can't persevere through. Like, I'm sure everything's like happy dory. Like, this girl just deserves the world. <laughs> like, I don't like Luke. <laughs> um, but I have heard from Mary at Rose that I read that Tin Queen, the last book in the series, is her favorite Debney Perry book of like all the Debney Perry books. Yeah. Which says something because like the Edens are like my heart and joy. And like the birthday list, letters yes. to Molly, amazing books. Yeah. And this is at no shade at all to Debney Perry because like she will for what forever be like a go-to author for me. Yeah, and an auto buy read. Like so I'm not, listen, I just couldn't connect to the mailman. You don't have just because you like an author or like a series we said I think I said this last week about Iron Flame too. You don't have to love every single book no. in a series or every single book that an author puts out. Like you don't have to. It's okay. I love SJM. I love Throne of Glass. I rate some of, some of those books are rated three stars. Yeah. Three and a half. And like, honestly, I don't think I rated this. Like, cause I kind of, because you know what? I'm not going to be mean. I'm not going to be hurtful because there's no point to like there. You don't need to be just because you like something doesn't mean you also need to put out negative like reviews. I think there's just also just like a way to politely say like, this just wasn't my cup of tea. Yeah. I mean, there's like sometimes... Like, so you could spell some things out, maybe why you didn't like it. I just don't think you need to bash the author or the Well, book. right. I, yeah. I mean, again, I teach their own. I think if it's yes. on Goodreads, it's fine. Like, I wouldn't, don't, like. Don't, don't tag don't, the author. like, tag an author in a bad review. Agreed. I would, Which you yeah. would think would be um, common sense, but it's a not. lot of people lack that. But yeah, like, I just, this was just one book I couldn't, like, connect with, really. I was curious to see, I'm sure, again, I know there's a happy ending and like terrific if you loved it, you can yell at me if you want to. I just, I just could not 
Everyone DM Katie Taylor how bad her opinions are. I can't say anything because I haven't read any of these yet. I am hoping that... You will push through it. I know you'll push through it. You'll probably like, Katie, shut the fuck up. Also, I do think that there is a big difference between listening to a book and reading it. 100%. And, like, maybe the way that I interpret him while reading it is going to be different than, like, the way that the narrator is, like, reading the character. So, I don't know, but... Yeah. Like, my whole outlook could completely change if I picked up the book and read it instead. If I get these for Christmas... I'm assuming by February, I'll probably have read that one. Yeah. And then we can circle back. Perfect. Continue on. Okay. So after the mafia romance, I was like, what's another like bad book that I have already downloaded on my Kindle that I can like read really easily. So I had this, I had this book downloaded again, Kindle Unlimited, if anybody's interested off limits, which is book one in the corrupt cowboys series by oh Emma God. Creed. This one's rated 3.97. Okay. So again, decently rated for a romance book. Like these are like good ratings yeah. and it's a dark cowboy romance. It's not like, su- listen, I don't get the, I was so confused. Okay. This book is literally 226 pages. Okay. I don't know if I missed some plot points or if I'm stupid, maybe. Any of those things could be true. Both of them can be true at the same time. I had no idea what (laughs) state they were in until like the second book. Really? Okay. So there's going to be, I believe, six books in the series. So there's three brothers. I assume that we'll get one book or two books per brother. That's what it is. So I read the first two, which is, I think, what the fuck is this guy's name? This one, I can't remember his name. I hated it. Listen. Okay. I think his name was Graham. Uh, I don't even write his name in, in my review. What is his name? Um, something with a G. We're just going to say his name's Graham. Graham sounds like what I think his name is. And Maisie is the female main character. Okay. So Graham, question marks, dad, <laughs> is the owner of the ranch. Okay. And, okay, so the grandfather started the ranch. And they owned, like, all this land. Like, they were, like, the people. They were, like, the family. Mm-hmm. The Copper Ranch. <laughs> Question mark. Question mark. <laughs> anyway, the, the grandfather, like, they, again, we don't, there's, like, an, there is, like, an overarching plot okay. that's running through these stories. So, I, we still don't know, like, what led to it, but the, the grandfather hangs himself. Oh, that's Loses like a chunk of land, like gives it to like a rival ranch owner, um, and then hangs himself. And when that happens, Graham question marks dad um, takes over. But when the grandfather was running it, he was running it like very like illegally. Like if you fuck with our cattle, we're gonna come kill you. Gotcha. And the dad's like, I'm gonna do everything the I legal way. And Graham is like. This ain't working because now the other ranch is coming in and they're like the big ranch in town and the copper ranch question mark is like, is like they're squat. Like they are squandering. Like they are like losing money, whatever. So Graham and his brothers are like, we're going to have to start doing illegal things again um, because nobody's going to take us seriously unless we start murdering people, you know, or they're going to keep trying to steal our cattle. Okay. Anyway. So that daddy rant, daddy rancher, he, Decides that he's going to get married. So they don't say why. Like, at first you think that the mom died. Then you find out that the mom just, like, randomly, like, ran away one day. She just, like, was like, I'm out and, like, left. Okay. And then you find out that they had a younger sister who also allegedly killed herself. Okay. Like, and, like, they're not very good. I didn't know. I don't know. I didn't know the ages of any of these people at first. I didn't know... Like they were like, uh, like the time frame. This like happened like two years prior. At first, I was like, oh, like whatever. You know what? Anyway, it doesn't matter. So, the daddy ranch guy, he somehow meets this woman from LA, and apparently, according to Maisie, the daughter, her mom, like this, is like her, her like fifth marriage. All she's ever doing is like running around. Like every husband she gets, like is like richer and like richer than like the next. So she's like, you know, social climbing. So they get married. Um, they move to the ranch. So she shows up. Maisie just graduated high school. 
So this was supposed to be like her summer, like her like last summer with her friends before she goes to art school, like in LA. And now she's moving to this ranch, which I think is in Wyoming. Okay. At first I thought it was in Ohio because they kept like being like, oh, in Columbus, like, and like Columbus is like a, it's a well-known enough city that I'm like, if the fact that they're like, oh, the rodeo in Columbus. And I was like, I don't think that they're doing rodeos in Columbus, but. But sure, we can use it for a story. Yeah. And I was like, I don't know about any ranches in Ohio, but again, like, I don't know anything about Ohio. I've been to, I've been to Cincinnati and I'm telling you, there ain't no rodeos there. Anyway. Yeah. I don't know what they, I don't know what, if you're from Ohio, can you just let me know if you guys have a rodeo in Columbus? Um, is, are you doing Columbus, Wyoming? Yeah. I'm just seeing if there's like any. I don't know. Listen, it doesn't matter where they are. (laughs) I was getting really hung up on it. Okay. So Maisie shows up and there's three brothers. So there's, maybe Graham's the youngest brother. No. Wade. Wade is the youngest brother. He's an angel. Then there's the middle brother. I don't remember his name, but we're going to call him Tate. And then there's the older brother, Graham. Graham's- there is no Columbus, Wyoming. Okay. <laughs> so maybe it's not Wyoming. There's a Columbus, Wisconsin. That doesn't sound right. It doesn't sound right at all. Also, wherever they were, I think he drove to Vegas at one point. So what's near Nevada? What the fuck? Katie's looking at him. That map. doesn't make sense. Okay. That's okay. far as fuck. Continue. Okay. <laughs> Maybe they no, were in like... Utah. Maybe they were in Utah. <laughs> Denver. No, he you know, he drives to Denver. He drives to Denver. Sorry, not Las Vegas. So they were definitely in Wyoming. There's no Columbus, U- Wyoming. Well, in the book there is. In the is. book there is. Okay. Anyway, sorry. Where was I? Um, okay, so Wade is the youngest brother, then there's the middle brother that I'm going to call Tate, and then there's the oldest brother that I'm going to call Graham. Graham is 32. Graham takes, like, Graham and Maisie take, like, one look at each other, and he's like, that. he's like, I gotta have her. So but 19 and 32. 18. 18 and 32. Okay. And 32. Literally just graduated high school 18. Like, literally this girl has... That's, like, basically Tom's 34, so, like, about 35. So, like, that's, like, him dating, like, an 18-year-old. Can you imagine that? No. No, that's weird. Um, which like, I, okay. I know a lot of people like age gap, but I have a very like big issue with like, I know that she's of legal age. I would have been okay if she was like 21 and he was like 35, but like something about like right out of high school is so gross to me. Yeah. Cause like my grandparents are 16 years apart. So in reality, like my grandma was born and my, my grandpa was 16, but they didn't meet until my grandma, I think was like, I want to say in her mid to late 30s and 20s yeah again that's different yeah if you can't if you can't legally buy alcohol you shouldn't be dating a 30 year old i agree also what do you what do you have in common let's look this up. right out of high school what do you have in common with a man who is working and living on a ranch murdering people for stealing his cattle literally nothing um they're both obviously very hot um so there's like an instant kind of like attraction but the whole book He's like, I can't have her. And I can't th- no, and they talk, and that's the dialogue. Like a lot of dialogue is very like Midwestern, like slang. I can't have her. Like, so I'm not making fun of anybody's accents. I just can't do accents very well. But you know what I mean? Like, okay. So anyway, so there's like this like overarching like plot, and then she's like she becomes best friends with like the younger brother, and like literally any time like any guy is like flirting with her, showing her interest, like Graham comes and like beats them up. But then he, like, won't do anything about it. And then, like, she's, like, oh, he obviously really likes me. And she's, like, getting, trying to, like, seduce him, like, by, like, trying to get in the shower. Trying to get in the shower, (laughs) like, his bed. But, like, okay. I think he, like, fingers her and, like, that's it. She's also a virgin. Okay. So, anyway, the end of the book, the dad dies. Um, Because the mom killed her? Killed him? I don't think we know who killed I don't remember. It was... It was. Would you rate this? <laughs> like three. <Two>? <laughs> I'll read you my review in a second. Um, so the dad. Okay, so somebody breaks into the house, and the dad has a heart attack and he dies. And they break into the house because they steal a file that has something to do with like an offshore like bank account. Which again, like I don't think that I don't remember this plot point being like full circle. Like what? Like what was? Yeah. What's in the bank? Um, I thought nothing. Then one of okay. So then like the rival family. Um, the Masons, I think something with an M the son, like one of the sons is married to, to the dead sister. That's not no, dead. no, no. 
To the one, mom that ran away. No. Come on, Teresa. <laughs> one, okay. Okay, so the middle brother that I'm calling Tate because I can't remember his name. Tate's like high school sweetheart is okay. I read okay, I read two books. I know. <laughs> is anyone okay. else confused? <laughs> I'm so confused trying to say. Okay. So because they're setting up like the other books. Yeah. So anyway, so the end of the first book ends. Graham is like Maisie get the fuck away from me. And she like goes to college. Okay. And then when, so like two years later, three years later, maybe two years later, doesn't fucking Something matter. Something like that. Her mom dies. Her mom's killed. So she has to go back to the ranch for the funeral. Mm. And she, that's where she finally sees Graham again. And Graham's like, this is my girl. And he's like, now that she's, now that she's here, I'm never going to let her go. Okay. And uh, she, like literally within like three days, like, Back. She's like, you're my boyfriend. I'm gonna love you. Like, we're gonna get married. Literally, they are fucking. She loses her virginity. They're fucking no protection. He's like, I'm gonna impregnate you. After like two weeks, they go to the courthouse to get married. End of the book. She's pregnant with triplets. Okay, ridiculous. The the rival family, the brother, his like high school sweetheart is married to their son and the whole thing is like why did she marry him yeah so you find out that she was in a car accident um she was like drunk driving her best friend died the father of the other ranch found her at the scene and was like we're gonna i'm not gonna tell anybody that you were the one driving we'll say that it was her uh you're gonna leave with me like we'll cover it up and then he was like but you gotta do this now eventually i'll need a favor from you yeah and the favor was, now you have to marry my son. Gotcha. She tries, so in the second book, she tries to, like, leave because apparently, like, whatever. She's, like, gonna, like, run away. She gets killed. So a lot of people A lot of people are dying. Wade, the youngest brother, he's in love with Leia, who is the mayor's daughter. In the first book, Leia is drugged at a party by this guy. The guy got the roofies from this guy eric eric is another son of the rival ranch okay. owner his name's eric i think eric is a vet so he like was like giving like horse tranks i guess like selling them to people and wade is in love with leia and wade knows wait i thought okay hold on i was saying i was confused yes wade knows that eric is the one who sold the drugs to this random guy who drugged leia whatever um leia and wade are also like best friends and in the second book, Leia, who also, like, 20, like, 21, maybe, engaged to be married to Eric. Did anything happen to Leia when she was drugged? No, because um, Maisie was there. Maisie called Wade. Wade came, beat mm. the guy up. And then he was like, who sold you the drugs? And he was like, oh, Eric. I don't fucking know any of their names. All these names are made up. Wade is the only name that is, like, 100% true. Um, and I think Leia and Maisie. Maisie definitely, definitely Wade. Leia up in the air. Graham and Tate also up in the air. Um, anyway, I honestly have no idea what, like, what is going on in these books. Then at the end of the book, so first of all, now Tate is super depressed because the girl he loved gets murdered in the woods. Then the mom randomly shows up at the end. They also find out that the sister, when she died, was pregnant. So they're like, did she jump or did someone kill her? Oh, my God. And also, like, Wade knows that Eric... Basically, and like, doesn't tell this girl he's just gonna like let her marry this guy. Yeah. Like, there's, I honestly, whoever's reading these books, like, literally, like, people are giving them like five stars. What? It's so bad. I gave it three stars, which I think was like really honestly, like, generous. Yeah. My review is this book was so bad, but like, kind of in a good way. It was really corny and really cringy, but it was quick and fun. Uh, I liked the concept. It's kind of like a cowboy mafia. It had a lot of tension, but it felt really icky with her age, which, yeah. And then I picked up the second one because I just need to find out how these two idiots get themselves together. Like, <laughs> and that's kind of where I was at with those. Wow. My head hurts. If anybody could follow along with what I just said. Please let us know. Honestly, it doesn't help that I don't know the names of the characters. I mean, names can be, you can make up names and it doesn't. I think that just sounds like a crazy, weird plot. The next two books I'm going to talk about, though, are really good. So Okay. Yeah, good ones, good ones, good ones. Oh, I have to read this one still. That's yeah. on my list. Um, So I ended up reading Do Your Worst, which Teresa got to read as an arc a few months back. Yeah. Um, It is 
I wouldn't call it like a witchy book, but there is a curse that they have to break, which like I'm down for a quest for it's and it's questy. It's questy. So like, that's kind of I really liked the quest premise. Like this is yeah. a curse breaker who came into town. Like this is like her first big job, and I do like that you get to actually follow her and like watch her. I don't want to call them like witch, witchy senses, but like whatever her family possesses, it gets passed down to like the females. She has it. She's basically walks into like this castle where this archaeologist who's like trying to remake a name for himself after like a really bad incident that happened in the past, um, trying to like restore his reputation, if you will. Like she walks into this place. He has been able to find something in months and she's just like, my spidey senses are going off and here it is. Yeah. And then she's like, she's super headstrong. I really liked her. I think if he was, he was a little dry. He was a little dry, and like he gave. I think he tried to give golden retriever vibes, but didn't achieve them. However, I do think for this story, if he was like a headstrong individual, yeah. it would have just been so much hotter. Because like the smutty scenes were good scenes, but because he was so like with that they kind of, I think, fell short. Like I think that like she wanted him to be headstrong, but then he was also like very like. Um, insecure. Yes. Because of like what, like how I heard, I mean. You- so essentially what happened was, is he was on his, on a dig with his brother. His dad's like this world renowned archeologist, but came from nothing. Like finally yeah. made a name for himself and is like baking in like the money and the glory. Oh yeah, and the, the brother, like, yeah. So the brother and him, once he got out of college, his brother's a bit older. He joined him on a dig and his brother essentially like fabricated what, I don't like, it was like ground penetrating radar, like an image that he, he fudged an image. It came to fruition that like this is what happened. So essentially, like both kids were shunned, and the father I don't want to say disowned them, but like no, he, it, he's like, still in contact. He's still in contact. Father, but... Like he's very disappointed, and, and like more so in the younger one than the than the one who actually like he like cut the other one off. Like yeah, whatever. So the dad helps the youngest son, the guy who the male main character is about, um, get a job at this like le- like this one place to, like try to find it's some a, artifacts yeah. basically he's literally just trying to like remake a name and like kind of re- restore his reputation a smidge um riley his name is and he's like i can't oh, have riley yeah she's... and he's she, like he was ba- yeah like i can't have some like curse breaker fake fraud person coming in on my territory i don't need this kind of publicity like yeah. i need to just be able to find some artifacts do my due diligence and go home and like restore my name yeah and she's like fuck you, dude. I'm good. I know what I'm doing. I'm legit. Yeah. Whatever. Like they have like an instant connection. I do like, I don't want to call it insta love. It's just like an instant, like, I think you're hot. Yeah. They meet, at, they meet at like a pub. So yeah. They don't know who each other are. And they're like, you're hot immediately. Like, Attracted like, and other. they're like bantering. Yeah. And it's like, so it's good. really good. And then the next day like she shows up. He's like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, she hears him like talking shit. Yeah. And then she, like, walks in. And tries to get her fired even before she arrives on scene. And then she's like, you know what? I'm going to stick it to you. I'm going to show you. I will say there's one thing that, like, didn't get wrapped up. Like, when they're arguing in the house, she goes to, like, prove that she isn't some phony by, like, going to the spot that she's being drawn to. And nothing's there. Which I'm like, okay, that could have happened. But, like, after they start to actually figure out what the curse wanted to have happened, I wish they, like, went back to the spot to, like, refine. Yeah. But it's very questy. I thought it was a good read. I wish he was just... I wish she was, yeah, you want to have some insecure moments, totally fine. But I wish she was like a wall and like, like you had to like knock him down a few pegs to like kind of see the insecurities. Yeah. Um, and was headstrong because of those insecurities. I think that would have made the book a bit better in my opinion. I yeah. still gave it a three, five. I, it was fun. It was I had, fun. I, I, right. had enjoy, I had a good time at reading it. And again, like those smutty scenes were. This, so the author. Rosie Dan, Dan, Dannon, Dannon. She, she wrote writes, The Roommate which is like one of my favorite like books and it's um the smut in that is so good but I love the roommate I want to reread it it's about um he is a like adult entertain like he's an adult entertaining star he's a porn star um and she is going to like live like with like the boy who's like she's been in love with like Mm -hmm. one of her like best friend and he's like oh actually um I am renting my room out to this guy from Craigslist I'm going on tour with my band for the summer and she's like very like she's like very like Connecticut like very like waspy okay and then she's like with this guy who's like super hot and her aunt I think is like um that's adult film star Josh Darling and so she is watching one of his like his videos and he comes in and then they're like they come up with like a business plan that is like 
porn for women. Okay. And like, it's almost like instructional on like how he like, it, he like makes these like vi- these instructional videos um, to like show men like how to like please like their wives and girlfriends. Okay. But they fall in love. It's cute. But it's really cute. It's And the smut's obviously amazing. Um, yeah, no, she writes a really good smutty scene. Yes, no, she really does. Uh, and Josh Darling is so hot. Like, I love him. Anyway. We'll go one-on-one now? Yeah. Okay. I read Mixed Signals by B.K. Borson. That's mm-hmm. Love Light Farms book three. So Love Light Farms Love Light is Farms. the first one. And then the second in one, the In the Weeds, and then Mixed Signals. So Love Light Farms is still my all-time fave. Like, Luca and Stella, they cannot be beat. They cannot be topped. Agreed. Um, I do think that... I heard people. Like, I've heard people say that mixed signals is their favorite. Okay. I think that maybe it's my least favorite. Really? Wow. I. Nobody will ever top Luca. I agree. Um, I forget his name from the second book. Um, don't Wes. Maybe I don't know. I love Caleb, and I like Layla. I just didn't. The plot like was just very like stupid. Okay. So. Caleb is like the cop in the yeah yeah, but he's like fired. They're like you're too nice. He's too nice. He's like never like writing anybody up. Um, so right now he's like working. Um, he's like going to become a teacher. He's like teaching Spanish class summer school, and Layla is the baker who like is the part owner on Love Light, and she's out on a really bad date, like thirty minutes like out of town, and he's at the same bar, like with his brother for his, and like his whole family for his brother's birthday. And his brother, he owns the bookstore. Like you meet him in like the other books. Um, and he's like best friends with Stella's brother, Charlie. So like, th- there's just like mayhem. They're all wearing like Hawaiian shirts and they're drinking. Right. Caleb isn't drinking. Um, and because of like her bad date, her, her date leaves her at the bar and Caleb's like, I will drive you home. And in the car, they're talking, and she's like, I just keep going out with all these, like, losers, blah, blah. And he's like, I go out with girls who, like, I, like, want to give them, like, so much. And I'm, like, always too much for them. So they're like, why? he's like, why don't we, like, date each other? And, like, you can, like, grade me on, like, what, like, I'm doing wrong with girls. And, like, I can show you what it feels like to be treated, like, how you should yeah. be treated. But, like, so, like, they, they agree to this. They're like, okay, like, one month of this, like, dating – but like, why? I don't know. Like the whole yeah, like, I get like I get the fake dating trope to show each other. Like, I wish there was like a reason. Like yeah, like, like she wants some guy in town or he wants some girl in town. Yeah, like, like and they want to make sure that they're and good like enough he for them keeps or like planning these like dates and like things are going wrong, but she's having so much fun and she's like, no, like you're amazing at dating. And like then they start sleeping together and they have all this chemistry and like everything is like going so well and. The month is coming up and he's like, Hey, the month is coming up. Like, I want to keep dating you, but like for real, for real. Yeah. And like, she was like, almost like hoping that he would never bring it up because now that he has, she like breaks up with him. And then like, she breaks up with him and they're like broke. And he's like, I'm going to keep showing up. Like his whole thing was like every Monday, Wednesday, Friday, he shows up, he buys a croissant and a coffee. Like Like he's always like done this. So he keeps doing it but like and then like eventually like she's like oh yeah i guess like i love him and like i need to like stop like being treating, an asshole? yeah being an asshole i just didn't like like that yeah like what was the reason for breaking up with him like like so basically it's like, like she no thinks like, that she like doesn't like it's like a mental thing like she doesn't think that she deserves to be treated well i guess okay. and like she's afraid she kept going, like, the whole thing was, like, you keep going out with these, like, losers because you know that none of them will break your heart. That's true. But, like, if you give yourself to Caleb, like, he's go- yeah, he has, yeah. like, you know, and Stella is, like, you have to trust him not to. Like, I was so afraid with Luca and, like, now look at us. Um, okay. So, like, whatever. There's, okay. like, she does this big, like, declaration and he's, like, yeah, I love you, but I feel, I just feel like he didn't deserve it. Like, he was, like, so good. But, again, like, there was no issue until, like, the end, like, the entire book was you're just like reading like a happy story, like nothing is happening. Okay. So like I liked it. I gave it four stars, but, but yeah, like there was nothing else. There was like they they were just going on dates, having a good time, fucking, and then like at the end, there was like oh whatever. Where I feel like I don't know. I loved like Love Light because like it was like 
they like like each other, but like they like aren't you know there was yeah, like the like back and forth like yeah. the tension, and I just felt like with them it was just like oh like we're going on all these great dates like everything so is going well yeah. yeah there's like there was like no problem huh. until there was a problem which I until she was. made the problem yeah like I needed a little bit more yeah a little substance yeah know. okay. I'm still going to listen to it or, or read Oh, it. no. Like, I mean, I still give it four stars. Oh, yeah. I'm just saying, compared to, like, the other two, I think I was going with higher hopes because everyone was like, this is my favorite of the series. And I was like, this is, I think, maybe my least favorite. I love Caleb. And I really like Layla. I just didn't love the plot the one, of the story. Yeah, I, or the lack thereof, yeah. if you will. Um, so, I was... Backstory. Last year, last October, I was in Paris. Couldn't sleep. I found this like fall romance book called a pumpkin in a patch by Jennifer Peel. Um, read it in one night. I was fucking giddy. Like I couldn't put this down. Yeah. They're short. They're like 260 pages to 280 pages max. Read it in a night, whatever. So I was like, okay, this author is great. I'm just going to preface this. She's closed door, but like I personally did not miss that there was no spice. I thought her story was that cute that I didn't need it. Yeah. So Flash forward, she gave me a signed copy um, of her newest book called My Exodus Emergency. I do want to go back. She's like, she's been around. So I do want to go back and read some of her, the Holiday X-Files. I feel like they're, they have cameos. Like when I was reading this story, I was like, oh my God, this is the girl from the other book. Like they popped up. You don't, yeah. again, you don't need to read it, but I was like, they're ha- like, But if you have read it, it's like a cute it's little fun. Yeah. So I was like, as I was reading on, there was another part and I was like, I wonder if this is like another couple from the other book. So this is, it's second chance. This girl is born on what you can call like the wrong side of the lake. Just, I would say middle to lower class side. Whereas the other side of the lake is your high, your high society people, your yeah. money people. So she falls in love with this guy from the other side of the lake. And she's a little bit of like a, like a, she knows how to stir a pot. Like she's, sta- but like in a good way, like she stands up for herself. She stands up for like other people. Like she's like your ultimate hype girl and guardian angel. Like there's a bunch of puppies that were not being taken care of correctly at a, at a, at a mill. And like, she ended up breaking in like to steal them all. And then like giving them away to great people. Like she's like a little Peter Pan. Oh, not a little I Peter love Pan. that. Um, a Robin Hood, if yeah. you will. Um, without killing people but like his parents never liked her she wasn't a great fit ironically like they met because her sister got knocked up by his brother okay so come to like you come to find out that this guy was basically just like you're too much for me like I can't be with you like like he said some like I wouldn't call like super hurtful but like it hurt her so she's like all right fuck you bye so she left became a doctor Unfortunately, her sister, like her, you could tell her relationship was terrible with the husband. They had a daughter, obviously. He ends up having like this huge drug issue. It's not really brought up too much, but drug and alcohol issues, definitely sleep with other women. He passes away. So she comes back from the funeral. She wears like a pink elf costume to this funeral. She's like, you know, big old fuck you. Like you're a joke, whatever. Like these people try to sweep everything underneath the rug, but like yeah. this poor daughter like has suffered immensely. So is my sister. So she's very close with her niece. She comes back to essentially like step in as a mom to this one girl. She's like, I will go wherever Quinn goes. If Quinn goes away to college, I'm going away where she yeah. is. Like, My job will go wherever this girl takes me. I just never wanted to come back to Aspen Lake, but she's back. So her job is essentially on the line at the hospital, as is her godmother's, who's like the board of whatever at the hospital. Mm-hmm. Because, shocking, these people that she was in love with their son, they sit on the board of whatever. She's also been like completely exiled from her grandparents because her mom also married someone from the wrong side of the lake, but both her parents have passed away. Yeah. Important to know for the grandparents. So of course, like this guy that she was in love with is also her niece's uncle. Yeah. Just on like opposite sides. Like the niece has like in her mind that she's going to create like this perfect family for Christmas. Cause like there's been a lot of love lost in the family. She's never like taken care of. She's very miserable. So she's like d- destined to bring these two back together. Yeah. So like the whole story is like her just like trying to plot for them to see each other. But like the uncle's like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm here for it. Like I fucked up once. I got married to a piece of shit who slept with my brother. Like I didn't need her. I need this woman back in my life. So he just like keeps showing up. Like he goes to like the hospital to be like examined for things for no reason. Like after getting stitches, like, and then he left them in too long on purpose to go back. Like she comes to find out that he has like a tattoo for her, which we love a surprise tattoo moment. I love a surprise tattoo um, moment. Funny I just thought feeling. it was like such a fucking cute story. I again, giddy with excitement. Like her grandparents end up wanting a relationship and helping out in the end. I thought there was like, I just, it just moved perfectly with pace. I didn't miss the smut. I yeah. just thought like 
the two of them were awesome. Yeah. So like there's someone else in the story who helps her like find out some things about the guy that like her sister started to sleep with. So I, was, I like was messaging the author. I was like, please tell me that like this like secret CIA agent that we have no idea what she does is the next book. And, and she is. So it's, I just feel like it's a good, you could read it for Christmas because it's around Christmas time. But like, I just feel like it's a good winter read in my okay. opinion. Okay. Well, I'm going to add it to my list. It's then. 267 pages. Like, oh, perfect. It's right up my alley with the bad uh, cowboy mafia. Exactly. Romances. Like it's a quick in and out. Like it's, I, I this it actually sounds good. It's a four star. Like if you want a palate cleanser and you're okay with no smut, like put this on your list. Put 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 the pumpkin in a patch and this on your list. And the next book comes out in January. I just feel like it's just it was like a really cute read. I'm excited about it. I liked it. I really was like here for it. I mean, this is it sounds like it sounds like a Hallmark movie, but like not bad. <laughs> I watched a really questionable Hallmark movie. Wait, they're so bad that they're good. She's from the small town. She goes to the Big Apple, okay, to be a fashion designer. Oh, God. Her apartment floods right before Christmas. She's also entered into a um, fashion competition at Warwick's, which I assume is just like Bloomingdale's okay. or like Barney's probably. And the um, the prompt is like making like uh, a line, like a little like line for like the everyday person. But she's like, hello, I make luxury fashion. Oh, God. And the guy's like, well, that's not the prompt. So she's like, perfect time for me to go back home to the small town. Because, uh, like, I can, like, be around, you know, people, the everyday person, not the big city folk. And also my apartment <laughs> has no water because whatever. So she goes back to her small town. Um, she rear-ends this guy. He's the mechanic. This is a Hallmark movie, by the way, not a book. She rear-ends this guy. He's the mechanic in town. He's a new mechanic in town. He, he's, like, all the single ladies in town are, like, oh, salivating over him he's a he moved to town because his wife died so like okay. he's like i don't want all this female attention and first of all okay first of all every time she sees him she makes fun of him for wearing coveralls like i don't know like whatever it, it's like that's important to the plot and her ex-fiance is now the town mayor okay so her ex-fiance is town mayor he's like i don't want to deal with all this attention i they like form like a friendship and like she's like oh just like pretend like that like we're together so the women leave you alone and like my ex-fiance thinks like that i'm like not hung up on him um her dad like is dead and she brings like i think he was a mechanic too so she brings up like his truck i don't know whatever the mechanic somehow finds like her dad's like truck like gets it for her she finds her dad's coveralls in the truck um and anyway, so she goes on and designs like a line of like plaid coveralls for the whole family. That's like her like her okay. submission to this like fashion competition. Um, and she wins it based on these horrific <laughs> plaid coveralls. Um, I've never said coveralls so many times yeah, in my seriously. life. And so she wins a competition, and the guy from Warwick's calls her and is like, You won. And she's like, I'm so sorry I had to leave, but, like, I had to be with my family for Christmas. And he's like, this is the kind of person we want, somebody who puts family first. And she's like, and he's like, I want to offer you a job here full time, like, designing for our everyday people. And she's like, I can only take the job if I can do it remotely. And, like, I'll come into the city, like, once in a while. And he's like, yeah, that's totally fine. Her small town, uh, this whole time, I'm like, where I'm like, it must be in Vermont or, like, New Hampshire or, like, out, like, Midwest somewhere. She was in Connecticut the whole time. <laughs> In fucking Connecticut the whole time, ma'am. And her oh, whole ma'am. family is like, I can't believe you would leave. You never come visit. You never come see. Like, you're a train ride away. You're literally a train ride away. Hold on. Speaking of Christmas movies, I will solely always Oh, watch- yeah. I also read Coach. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Like, Sorry. A- I, got- yeah. <laughs> I got really into the Hallmark movie. Okay. So I read the last book that I read. I read Coach by Devney Perry. This is like such like a long episode for us, actually. I kind of am like loving this. Okay. Same. Um, and we already talked about Devin Perry. I fucking loved Coach. Oh, Coach was a fucking amazing. I gave it five stars. I loved it. Um, it was so fucking good. Like, okay. Single dad. Single, yeah. Sports. No. Yeah, single dad. Should I keep going? <laughs> single dad. Okay, so when I went in, I don't know why. I was like, I thought they were in like their late 30s, early 40s. I thought that it was high school football coach. Mm-mm. And then I find out that they're like in their 30s. Mm-hmm. And like, so the whole time I'm like, oh my God. It's like, people. Ford is so, so hot. Chef's kiss if you want. I love him. He was amazing. I amazing. loved Millie. I loved like the whole plot. The ex-wife was 
a little was like annoying, but like not yes. like to the point where I was like, why? Like, what? yeah, she didn't really cause like too much. I drama. thought I yeah. thought that there was going to be more a drama. More. There was. It was the drama was actually more with like the job than it had anything to do it, with like exactly whatever. I loved these two. The epilogue was so great. Seven years later, like oh, I. No. Like Everyone, we, in my opinion, should read Coach. I yeah, I don't. I'm actually mad it took me that long to read it. It's so good. I've been like putting it off for some reason um, because I think Teddy Hamilton does the audio, and I was like, do I want to listen or the read? audio is amazing? I read it. It was a great experience. Again, Devney Perry, you you can't go wrong. We've been saying that no, the entire episode. Um, I do want to touch on one more thing, and then you can tell me about the movie. So I've been doing my reread of mm-hmm. Throne of Glass. I'm I'm almost halfway through the tandem read. You know, what? I'll save this for I'll save this for when I'm done. I'll save my you thoughts. Sure? Yeah, because we're already at, over. Oh, hour. I was literally just gonna say my go-to. Like, I will I will 100 for Hallmark movies. I'll probably watch whatever, but like, I always watch a Candace Cameron Burr movie. Yeah, I love her, and I will say there there was one made a few years back. She was in Vampire Diaries. Cat Graham, her name is. I mm-hmm. think it's like the. The it's advent, advent calendar. calendar. It's on Netflix. It's actually really good. <laughs> it's really good. It's an advent calendar. She's so cute. He's so cute. I love it. The like the calendar is like magic. Yeah, it's, it's so cute. There are called? some hidden gems in there. Um, hold on. There's there's got to be a way to. Find I was it. looking up. Okay, wait. So today I was looking up like the Hallmark movie. I like I love watching bad movies. And there's one. It's called a Norwegian Christmas. While Kay looks it up, and I'm just gonna read you one like one like sentence that like is describing like the plot of what it's about. And it says their connection deepens when he discovers she has a troll figurine from his hometown. Trolls? Troll. Okay. She goes to Nor. This is like the a holiday Hallmark- calendar. The holiday calendar. We should have been able to guess that. Yeah. Um, yeah, this is what this Hallmark movie is about. It's coming out, I don't know, I think like next week. And it's called a Norwegian Christmas. It has to- her grandma dies and she goes to Norway. And then this guy's like, oh my God, that troll figurine from my hometown. And then they fall in love. So I'll be watching and I'll be recapping. <laughs> we should talk about our Hallmark movie extravaganzas. There's a couple that I do love. No, there are some that are really good, but I think like the worse they are, the better. Agreed. But sometimes I do love a surprise good one. Yeah. Okay. We're done. <laughs> oh yeah. Let's decide. Well, no, oh. no, I, we have it. Okay. He's like, let's decide. No, no, no. Hold on. Before you do that. You, oh. Okay. You know what? We'll talk calendar first. Okay. Calendar next week. Wreck the halls by Tessa Bailey. The thirteenth, so spilling the tea. Good mm-hmm. old fashioned spilling the tea. The twentieth, in holidays by Christina Lauren. Twenty seventh, yearly roundup. Love it. Yes. Now, drum roll, please. Keep, keep refreshing Instagram. We're gonna post something tomorrow. We are gonna be doing twelve days of bookish giveaways, yes. starting in December. We will be posting every other day. Every other day, starting on December first. Yep. So if you know every odd number, if you will. Um. Yeah, so just keep on the lookout. Uh, the giveaway will only be open for 24 hours. Yes. Or so, 48. No, 24. 24, okay. So we'll post yes, the first giveaway on the first. The winner will be announced in the post on the third for the next giveaway. Yep. So 24 hours, Katie, because 48 would not work. Oh, yeah, you're right. Because we have to pick the winner. We have to pick the winner. Before so, yeah, we make the so post. you only have 24 hours to post. They're, they're going to be super easy rules. It's be like, like and comment type of things. Like nothing crazy over here. Yeah. And some, I mean, some giveaways some are, are going to be better than others. Yeah. But I think they're all good. It's all things that we use and that we like. Um, so, like, some things are like tabs and stuff. Some things are books. Some things are book adjacent. You just have to wait and see. You just have to wait and see. But keep an eye out on Instagram for all updates as usual. Um, that is all we have for you this week. Uh, if you're stuck around this whole time, I'm God really, bless. I'm really sorry for the way that I described the first like three books that I read. Um, <laughs> like, and comment, <laughs> like, comment, follow for part two. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to our episode. We hope you enjoyed it. Be sure to subscribe to receive notifications anytime a new episode drops. You can follow us on Instagram and TikTok at the BFF.bookclub. If you have any comments, questions, book recommendations, or books you want us to talk about in future episodes, please send us an email at theBFF.bookclub1 at gmail.com. We appreciate your support. See you, fuckers. See you.